Hello, this is Jenna Cantor, and welcome to Physiotherapy Performance Perspectives. I'm here with my best friend, Angelica Napolitano. Did I pronounce your last name wow. right? Wow. So you didn't butcher it. When we did a podcast a year ago at SSPC Live, you butchered my last name like I was embarrassed for you. So, so many times. <laughs> so many times. So I actually got it right this time. Oh, my you God. Did. And you guys, and and I would like to point out that I said best friend. And so you can even mess mess up on your best friend's last name five million times. So anyway, Angel is here. Angel is here because she's going to be talking about taping. Taping is a real popular thing in performing artists. And I just want to start from beginner basics. What the hell is this taping thing for those who do not know? So I'm sure that if you've watched the Olympics, if you, you know, watch basketball, football, anything like any sporting um, event, you will see the athletes with um, big strips of tape. Uh, it can be multicolor, you know, they can be pink, black. There's a, a variety of colors that it comes in, which was a million dollar idea to whoever did that. But it's a tape that you place on the skin surrounding usually a joint. Um, and it's usually to either facilitate a muscle group. What does facilitate mean? So fire it up, get it activated, mm -hmm. make it work. Okay, so something that uh, a muscle that's under underutilized, you want to facilitate it. Um, and then there's muscles that are overutilized. So we need to like be like back off bro and inhibit their activation. So it's a different technique. Um, the research behind that is lacking. A lot of taping and, and all that goes into it is very placebo effect. Um, so mind over matter, just like yeah. everything in life. You tell somebody, if I tell some, a, a patient, hey, I'm going to tape your knee uh, for better stability, you know, whatever reasons I'm giving them uh, to decrease pain, uh, promote more circulation, blah, blah, blah. And I give them this whole grandiose explanation of how it's going to help their pain. They're going to probably feel benefits and effects from the tape. Now, I'm what is, not, wait, you got to, you got to explain what does this mean placebo? I want to backtrack a little before we continue on. Cause people, some people won't be like, what the heck is placebo? Okay. So a placebo. So when you are conducting a research study, let's go medical. Cause this is medical. Let's say I place K, uh, K tape, which is the most popular product. There's rock tape, you know, all the other ones, whatever. You place that tape. Let's say we're just, just taping the shoulder for uh, stability. Okay. There's a the group of 10 people, you're going to put the K tape on them. And then there's another group of 10 people, but you use like a fake tape. It's not a, a real K tape. It doesn't have the same elastic properties. doesn't do the same thing. It's just a fake uh, treatment. And so they don't know that they're getting that fake treatment. The, the, the control group, which is the people getting the fake treatment, the placebo, and the people getting the real treatment, they don't know. Neither of them know. It's, a, it's called a blind study. Because if they know, then they're going to be biased in, in what happens, um, the outcomes, right? Yeah, so, they're going to expect, oh, I have the actual intervention, and, and right. this would actually be, have so, the results, and I don't, so I shouldn't feel anything. Yeah, it could affect your head. Mm -hmm. Right. So with the placebo, you don't know. So a lot of times, you think you're receiving the drug, you think you're receiving the treatment, and so you basically trick your mind into believing that it's helping you and it's working. It's a positive kind of mindset in a way uh, that you think you're getting help and so you feel better. Now, what does that tell us about our society? 
that your mind is so powerful. You know, not that I'm just saying this is all a, a mind over matter type of treatment. I do believe there are certain things that it definitely helps people with. It doesn't help everybody, just like no treatment is going to help everybody for their certain issue. You know, um, you can't fix everyone, but taping does have its quirks and it does have its downfalls. I will say what I, as a practitioner enjoy about taping my patients is if I have somebody that's very like yesterday, I had a soccer player, his ankle, super, super unstable, right? He has a lot of instability, weakness. So I went to the, the sub Taylor joint and we really taped that guy up. Sub Taylor, where's sub Taylor? Oh, sorry. Joint? So the ankle joint ankle. Okay. Go continue. So this is very relative to your popular relevant to your population because sprained ankles, how many dancers get sprained ankles? A lot. Right. Weakness in that joint. So you land, you're doing ballet, you land funny, you know, you kind of like move your foot into like inwards and then you sprain your ankle. Right. And we get that nagging pain on the outside of our foot. Well, probably a lot of it is related to how unstable the joint is. Ballet dancers, dancers in general are hypermobile. Hypermobile means that our joints have too much movement. That's not good. We need to stabilize and strengthen the area surrounding that joint, all the muscles that are surrounding that, right? So the tape kind of just takes that joint and holds it together. But you have to put a stretch on it. And this is the tricky part. You don't want to ever do more than 50 to 75% stretch because that can inhibit range of motion. And then we have bigger problems. So you do want to be taped by a professional. I don't recommend going on YouTube and just looking something up because like I said, you could inhibit range of motion and then cause other problems and, and compensations in your movement patterns, let's say at the hip, because the ankle is all inhibited with their range, with the range of motion. Does that so, make yeah, sense? So that, yep. So yeah, exactly. What, what, what Angel is getting into right now is that if you're lacking movement in one area, other areas are going to compensate. What she means by that, try to move more. So they may push themselves, yep. those areas, other, other joints in your body will push themselves beyond what they're supposed to do. And that can lead to further injuries. Absolutely. Yeah. So I really enjoy the tape for, you know, helping somebody with uh, joint instability, just, you know, kind of doesn't put them in alignment. That's a very false um, kind of benefit that they promote. It will not align your joints but it will help keep it more state. It won't move as much. So say you are to land, you're playing soccer, you're dancing, you are to land on that, on that foot. You know, you're not at risk as much as you would be without the tape to get that ankle sprain because you're a little bit more stable and that's yeah. just going to help us. And especially when we go to strengthen and stretch our, our muscles, we want to always be in alignment because then we stay in alignment when we have strong muscles surrounding the joints it we just align and that's just it's not common sense but it's just the way science works within our bodies if we have a weakness in the hip but you know we're really muscular imbalance and we're really strong um let's say our glutes are really weak uh, but our, our quads are just super tight that's a muscular imbalance uh, somewhere along the line we're gonna you know have an injury or we're gonna be out of alignment at the knee. The knee is always the middleman, just like the elbow. So your alignment is poor. You need to fix that muscular imbalance. You need to stretch that quad and strengthen that hamstring. You know what I mean? Or glue, whatever it was. Um, but taping will just, during that time, during the interim of you 
playing your sport and, and doing all the things and strengthening and going to PT, that tape just kind of holds you literally together um, so that we don't further injure ourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So for somebody who's constantly seeking more, more treatment for themselves, with that mindset of somebody who might be thinking, oh, I need taping, I need cupping, I need this, I need that. Do you necessarily need a large gamut and array of things to get better? Are you saying like, should you just use taping, like, uh, you know, a passive type of treatment on your patients? Is that what you're asking? Or no, I I I'm, I'm saying more that there's all these different options that you mm -hmm. things you can get from a physical therapist. Do you necessarily need all of no, them? No, absolutely not. Um, that's why you have to have a good PT who identifies the real problem and fixes it, you know there's so many interventions when it comes to manual therapy um, and, you know, all these little tricks of the trade, you know, the Graston, which is a little tool it uses to scrape your fascia. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's effective, but not everybody needs that. And you right. have to, as a practitioner, be able to identify who really needs that type of treatment. Now people, I have had the, the patient that I want cupping. I want this. I want that. They just like literally want it all. And I'm like, dude, slow down. First of all, we got one hour and that's not happening. I'll let you control your therapy a little bit because they, everybody should have control of their recovery. But when it comes to, you know, professionalism and what the patient really needs to ultimately succeed and reach their, you know, recovery goals, you have to take the majority of control because they will try, and you've had this experience. I know you're, you're saying you, it. meaning the professional, the medical professional, yes. too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah. the medical professional. Um, but again, you know, I actually had a patient speak up yesterday saying he wanted me to stretch him more. And when he left, he said, Thank you. And I said, For what? And he goes, First, give me a good stretch session. I said, You know, I want you to be in control of your recovery. This is, this is your body. This, you have to deal with this but I'm ultimately going to make the big decisions. If you want a little stretch here and there, no problem. And I said, thank you for speaking up because that makes our connection stronger. We just got on a tangent, but like it's all this stuff goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? It's, it's so, um, mind over matter. It's so, you know, you've got positive thinking and, and negative thinking has so much to do with the way we number one, live our lives. And number two, our ability to resolve pain, whether it's mental, emotional pain, or physical pain. So if I'm sitting here thinking negative things, oh, this is never going to get better. This is, and, and, you know, I tell myself, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about, meaning the physical therapist. I'm pretending to be the patient. Uh, you know, she thinks that I got injured because of X, Y, and Z, but it's, that's not the reason. It's like, no, that is the reason. I'm not, I'm not hypothesizing. I'm telling you this is the reason. And I'm telling you what we're going to do to make it better. Just go with it. You know what I mean? Just calm down and just relax. Think positively and go with it. And trust me, that's what you're paying me to do. I'm the decision maker. You are not. You know what I mean? So yep. um, anyways, yep. so no, this is good. This is good. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt it. It's, it's so for listeners. So it seems like we're going off, off topic with taping. We are not. 
We are not going off topic because, and this is bouncing off what Angel pointed off right, out right at the beginning, which is very important, which she was talking about placebo effect. A lot of this is psychological. Yes. And we're, we are talking, where, and so we're going off on these tangents to give credit to that psychological component, not discredit it. We actually find value in that for your recovery. Because if you are not at, on board with everything that's going on, then we can't get you 100% better. So even if a lot of it is going from the signals to your brain out to your arms where you, where you initially receive that stimulus that causes your pain, if we can alter what's going on in your head to change that signal, we are going to line up with that. And that does include taping, even though a lot of the research shows that it's in your head, we're showing how that's valuable. Right. So let me just point out, if you go to research tape online, like K-taping, you're going to find that it's going to say, oh, it lifts. It, and it, in a sense, does lift the skin. So what it does, the tape is made out of um, certain elastic properties that mimic human elasticity, right, in our skin. So those receptors on our skin, which is our largest organ of the body, right, when you place that tape on your skin, it says it lifts up the skin, promotes circulation to the underlying muscles and fascia and tissues and blah, 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 which it does to an extent um, and helps to you know, get lymphatic circulation and rid toxins and that's going to help your pain. And like I said, it does to an extent, um, but it's more like Jenna was just saying, it's about that sensory input. Now I have something on my skin. I can feel it. It sends a signal to my brain, hey, there's something there. And then what do we do when we feel something? We have a, a, an output, which is our motor, our motor uh, control, our motor output. Our so, reaction. Our reaction. A reaction. There you go. Say I go to put my finger on a hot stove. My brain goes, oh, wow, that's really freaking hot. You should probably do something about that. And you react and you take your finger off really quick. Same thing with the tape, just no temperature. It's more elasticity. Does that make sense? So yeah. there's a lot of tactile, which means touch, feedback that's going into our central nervous system, our brain and our spinal cord saying, so taping is really good for posture in this sense, saying, hey, <clears throat> if, you, if you tape somebody because they have, you know, forward head, rounded shoulders, or, you know, getting a little hunchback, you tape the back. And you make it really tight so that when they slouch forward, they get that annoying stretch from the tape that reminds them, hey, sit, you know, sit up straight, bring your shoulders back. So in another sense, it's very good for posture cues um, just to give you that little nagging reminder like your mom who's like, you're going to thank me one day. It's like that, you know, just, you know, bring yourself up straight and stop slouching. You look like a fool. So I really look like a fool. (laughs) I like it in that respect as well. Um, I also have seen some positive effects with swelling. So when you tape somebody for swelling, like let's say in the knee, um, it kind of looks like an octopus or a spider web or whatever, kind of like that's how you you tape it and cut it and apply it. So it looks like a little spider web. And um, what it does, well, what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to lift the skin and promote that lymphatic drainage or that swelling to go into the lymphatic system to then drain it through uh, lymph- lymphatic drainage. Go to our, you know, our liver, our kidneys, excrete it, bye. That's what our lymphatic system does. So 
does that actually work? Well, I've never conducted a study. Have I seen decrease in swelling after I, you know, tape somebody and they come back two days later for another session? Absolutely. But could it have been from the treatment that we did? It could have been. Could it have been just from the tape? Possibly. Could it have been both? I don't know. But guess what? The patient was happy. I was happy. Swelling gone down. We're making improvements. So, you know, when somebody just it, it has no harm, literally, this has no harm, um, unless you get an allergic reaction on your skin and you're very sensitive, but I always warn my patients, hey, if you get any redness, itchiness, take it off immediately and let me know, okay? But like, that's the extent of the danger from taping, so why not try it? What if it does really help your pain, you know? What yeah. if it, because like I said, it doesn't work for everybody, but it does work for some, and those some are very thankful that that just is put into their plan of care. You know what I mean? And I've had people that ask, like you were just saying like, Oh, I want this. I want that. Can you do the taping? The taping really helped. And it's like, listen, I will, if you think the taping really helped and we're getting that positive stimulation and mindset, I will absolutely tape you. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about, um, about this because it's my first time talking about this on this podcast. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Do you have any final tips or final thoughts in regards to taping? Your, could you give us your come to Moses, your come to Jesus? Come to Jesus? Yes, about don't, taping. Don't uh, go on YouTube and try and tape yourself. Like I said, you can like restrict your range of motion and then compensate elsewhere in your body to make up for that restriction in that range of motion at that joint. Um, but like I said, I, uh, there's no real harm. You're not going to die if it doesn't work. And if you get a little rash, put some, put some, uh, cortisone on it, rub put, some cortisone. Put the lotion in the basket. Yeah. Put the lotion, you know, so keep an open mind. And this is just a life lesson here. Don't be narrow-minded and because research doesn't suggest or it lacks a little bit of, um, you know, clarification within the medical research that's out there, don't put it on and don't be like a non-believer, okay? Because statistically, you know, when, when you go to the doctor, let's say, unfortunately, you get cancer and your doctor goes, there's a one in four chance you're going to survive. That's a statistic that does not apply to me. I could be that one in four person. So let me go be that one in four person and positively live my life and beat this cancer or whatever with an open mind. Because if we go narrow and we just give negativity, one in four chance, you're going to go, oh, this is not going to work. Again, mindset. So be open-minded, be a positive thinker, love yourself, love your life. Life is beautiful. And um, I just wish the best for everybody. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Yes, love you, Jenna.